0: Welcome to Bub Club, a horror movie podcast. On today's show, we will be spotlighting American Werewolf in London, and we will give to you our top three favorite clown horror movies. Today is episode nine, and we are your hosts. I'm Brandon. I'm
1: Lindsay.
2: I'm Melanie. And I'm Josh.
0: Cannibal rats have been reported in the States... (laughs) Which, Lindsay, yeah. was telling us about it. Yeah,
1: mostly, mostly in the bigger cities where um, rats have essentially been living like kings because uh, there's. The, I mean, you have all seen the pizza rat, right? Pizza rat. I what? Mean, yeah, yeah. That, that, Josh knows because he's young and hip. Yeah, pizza rat. Pizza rat. It's like it's basically just like. Uh, this rat carrying a giant piece of pizza down in New York. Oh. And it just kind of shows you, like, that's what they're used to, man. They're used to, like, so much garbage and waste out in the streets that they can just, like, basically consume. And they've been freaking out because, uh, and, like, there's been, like, all kinds of crazy erratic behavior uh, reported. And they're be- becoming very aggressive. And there's even been sightings of them eating each other. Ew. Because people have been inside for the whole COVID thing.
0: Is that scary? I mean, rats kind eating each of. other?
1: I, aggressive rats would be scary. Yeah, imagine if I was like, like living in the city. Yeah, I,
3: I think cannibalism even in and of itself regardless of species right. is is spooky. Yeah. You know,
1: Melanie and I once had a uh, pet tarantula and he he got sick and stopped eating his food, and so there's these crickets just in there for like a month and eventually uh, they would they would turn like bright white. Like yeah. all color would get lost. So once we heard just like the screaming, like a cricket screaming, and there was this bright white cricket eating the other cricket's head, yeah, and and it was screaming, and it was screaming. Yeah. So yes, yeah, like cannibalism in any form is fucking terrifying. <laughs> I guess
0: what I'm saying is it doesn't threaten the human race.
1: No, but it's it's no, it's not creepy. so much about being threatened; it's just like horrifying to be around it, right? Like, no one wants to yeah. see something eating something of its own kind.
0: No, that's true.
3: Yeah, eat I some know. other kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eat some
1: other kind. That, <laughs> I guess no one wants to see anything eaten, anything, alive. period. I don't want to see something getting
2: eaten alive. Yeah,
1: screaming but it, and thrashing. It, it does make it more disturbing for some reason that if it's like your own kind.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with that.
0: I got some news, some horror news. So, FX has officially given the go-ahead to Ryan Murphy's proposed spinoff of American Horror Story. What? So, Ryan Murphy had done Scream Queens and American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. He actually was doing um, an American Crime Story as well. But COVID-19 has stopped production on these, of course, right now. But they're saying, they're speculating that it might give them more time for the writers to create this new show. What's this new show? The spinoff of American Horror Story? American Horror Stories. What? That's true. So
1: like a, like a almost like a Tales from the crypt type situation?
0: <clears throat> exactly. That's right. So from, instead of an entire season being self-contained, episodes are going to be self-contained like Twilight Zone or I, Tales what do from you guys Crypt. Think,
3: think- I
1: think that's a great idea because my problem with American Horror Story these days is about halfway through. I'm like, I don't give a shit Yeah, anymore. the first
0: episode is usually really strong. Yeah, yeah, And then it kind of declines after that. Yeah, they like,
2: don't
1: have ideas to carry it. Right, they can't it
2: carry a whole same. story,
1: but they have cool stories. They just can't carry a whole season.
0: Yeah, and they're, they are obviously horror fans because of all these like horror um, kind of iconic things being thrown in them, you know? Yeah. Like Twisty the Clown sure. uh, in American Horror Story Freak Show. yeah. Yeah. him like coming from the bushes, very like Michael Myers-esque. Yeah. So, yeah, I would I'm very excited to see this. It's it's slated for 2021, so next year.
3: Cool. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. actually excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I don't Especially know if I excited. especially
1: cuz I've been ex- upset with uh like the new creep show was kind of a letdown. Uh, the new Twilight Zone was pretty good. Uh it was like half yeah. good, you yeah, know. yeah. Half of them were really good
0: um and that's twilight zone i feel like sure. not every episode of twilight sure. zone is for Creepshow. one individual was a did you guys down, finish
1: yeah. creep show after the
2: zombie oh, yeah. one yeah, oh, yeah. we did watched you? all of it yeah. and oh, we're gonna okay. watch
1: the I next season stopped. too stopped. yeah we're gonna never not watch those we'll complain of after every episode but we'll still watch it <laughs> yeah i think there was like one decent creep show i liked the doll
2: yeah the doll house one was yeah like, that was pretty creepy that was about it
1: so uh speaking of of new things i guess um Recently, the Chattanooga Film Festival uh, just ended and it was the first time they've done like a virtual film festival. So like more people got to attend than ever before, which is kind of cool. I, I started thinking about it I'm like, man, they should just like allow that option almost all the time. Like just oh, get yeah. everybody in there voting and seeing all these movies. But anyway, there's five films that uh, they said they sh- that we should put on our radar. And I think there's a film for each one of us in these five, fil- five films, which is interesting to me. So uh, this one probably is for all of us. It's called Scare Package. The cool thing about Scare Package is this is coming to Shutter on June 18th. So if you have Amazon nice. and it Shutter's a really cheap like add-on, you should Yay. definitely. So this is an anthology, and uh, it's got silliness and gory and practical effects. It showcases seven directors, seven tales of terror, and one overreaching love letter to the genre. Uh, this is my. This is why this one's probably for me because the wraparound features Joe Bob Briggs. Does anyone remember Joe Bob Briggs?
0: I only know him through you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he Bob was Briggs. the old. He was. He was kind of like the. He's el- a horror host. Yeah, he's a horror host. He, oh, would, yeah. he would horror like those late yeah. show like. And anyway, so he's the wraparound. He's a video store store owner who recounts like blood spattered stories of his horror to his new employee, and and he like relays the rules of the horror genre. And I'm incredibly excited about this. Joe Bob Briggs actually got back. He got. Bought,
0: he's got a new show. He's got
1: a new show, but for some reason this like appeals to me even more. I as much of a fan I. M of him, like I don't know why it doesn't feel the same if if it's not on TV. Like it's part of the appeal to like the horror host was like it was live on TV. Yeah, but anyway,
0: uh, he was also on Shutter, right? He also has his show on Shutter. I think so. I think think so. Yeah.
1: So this next one, so that okay, so that one was Scare Package. Yeah, check it out. The next one's called The Vice Guide to Bigfoot. Now this one's for Brandon. I like Bigfoot. Uh, So this is more of a a comedy, and it's definitely what I was reading. It's more comedy than horror. Um, but it's by uh, Adult Swim's Zach Lamplu. Uh I know he's like edited a bunch of like uh, Adult Swim stuff, like Squidbillies, and and I think he's done a, a couple. Of shows. I didn't. I didn't read too much into it. But um, so this is just about a reporter who's assigned uh, like this clickbait project, um, which entails hunt- hunting Bigfoot in Appalachian mountains, and uh, he's paired up with a popular cryptozoologist as as his as his guide, and then. Things just get really violent and weird. So I don't know. I thought this one might appeal to Brandon because it is a little bit horror, but it's also got Bigfoot in it and Brandon loves Bigfoot. So that's The Vice Guide to Bigfoot is the next movie that came out of this. Um, I think this one, this next one might appeal to Josh more than any of us. Uh, So it kind of will appeal to Brandon. It's called The Wanting Mare. It's a sci-fi fantasy feature. And it spans generations. It revolves around the city of Withrin, a sweltering place prone to violence. Wild horses are captured and sold for a pretty penny, shipped across the sea via a gigantic industrial ship called the Levithan?
3: Levithan?
0: Yeah, Leviathan?
1: Maybe, but it's, it's That's L- a horror movie. L E V I T H E N, so Levithan. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, for. And then for the line of women in the film who share this reoccurring dream of escape, they yearn to uh, procure the coveted ticket that would allow them to passage on the Leviathan, And um, it plays more like a lucid dream. So that's why it makes okay. me think that Josh yeah. is going to like it. <laughs> it's not um, the type of film also that gives answers easily. So I know that's when Brandon will start hating it, but Josh will start loving it even <laughs> more. Yeah. So that's The Wanting mare. Check that one out. The next one, and this one... Uh, it's called Homewrecker, and it was a film favorite from the Fantasia uh, Film Festival. and it Fantasia? Fantasia. And it proved to actually be a favorite o- among the Chattanooga f- attendees as well. So Alex Esso stars as Michelle, a woman who reluctantly gives um, into a pushy request to hang out by an overbearing Linda, uh, Precious Chong. Uh, Michelle quickly realizes that Linda is obsessive and jealous, sparking a brutal game of cat and mouse. This one gets vicious and twisty, and you might never. And this is why I think Melanie will like it, because it apparently you'll never think of Lisa Loeb's stay the same way again. And Melanie really liked Lisa Loeb when she was younger, so so I don't claim to do it now though. I don't like her now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, but who didn't like that video?
1: But yeah, I I liked Lisa Loeb. I actually like I actually like her more now than I ever did then. But uh, to me. It reminds me of, of when you hear stuff like uh, Stuck in the Middle with You. You'll never hear that song the same again. I right. like when movies like all of a sudden make you never able to listen to a song the same again. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why this one, uh, I, to be honest, like the plot doesn't necessarily appeal to me in this one. But I kind of now need to see it to see what the hell happens during that song. Because and also like people, it, this is like an attendee favorite. So maybe we should all check it out. Uh, this next year. This next one also is coming to shutter in this summer. Okay, It's called, uh, and this one I think is going to appeal to all of us. Um, it's called the beach house. So if there's any film from Chattanooga film festival lineup that should be prioritized, it's this one written and directed by Jeffrey a Brown. The beach house sees two college sweethearts arrive at a family beach house for a romantic weekend getaway. When they find it's currently occupied, their vacation becomes a fight for survival. Thanks to a mysterious infection. Kind of reminds me of Kevin fever. almost. Uh, so there's gnarly practical effects and a breathless final act that draws from the mist, that, that draws from the movie's The Mist and the evasion of the body snatchers, and it also has an unforgettable. This this one's gonna appeal to Melanie. One unforgettable moment of cringeworthy foot trauma.
3: Ooh. So this is
1: definitely Melanie's movie out of all of them too. Well, my foot trauma. So I'm really excited for this because. Out of the 5 of these movies like Shudder's getting 2 of them that we'll be able to see yeah. really soon so I'm really mm-hmm. really they, stoked. And they all
3: sound kind of interesting. They do, except for
1: the the one that you're going to like the most Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, check those out. Um definitely check them out on Shudder like if you're a horror fan, you should have a Shudder subscription.
0: It's like 5 bucks a month. Yeah,
1: and it's it's the we've tried several subscriptions on Amazon and that is absolutely for the horror. best horror yeah, horror subscription. Definitely.
3: So yeah. Shutter, give us free stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um so I'm just gonna talk about since our top three uh horror favorites are gonna be about clowns. Um I was reading about, in 2016, I don't know if you guys heard about it, like, people were um, having clown sightings everywhere. There was oh, people yeah, I that. Yeah. going around was with that machetes. 2016? That didn't seem that long yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, And, like, it was just, like, a clown <laughs> craze. People were seeing them in drive-thrus. Yeah. And
1: that was kind of creepy, but yeah. exciting in a weird way. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of loved it. I like. I like when horror is brought to real life. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I mean
3: they didn't really hurt anybody. No, right? right. So I that don't w- think so. No, it's just like scare tactics. Creeping people out. You could kind of traumatize someone. <laughs> you doing could that, really you know? traumatize. Or like,
2: like, could yeah. get shot. You know what I'm thinking? Because I could see like you trying yeah. to like punk somebody and then them just.
1: I don't know. It feels so, I love pranks and it feels so pranky to me that I just kind of love it. Yeah. But it it depends on how far it went. Like if there was a clown staring in my bedroom window, I'd be like, that's too far. But like stare, stand at the end of my street. Or
0: come running up to or something. Yeah. But I think the whole thing of them is they were just like standing there. Yeah. They were just standing there. And that was was like really creepy. Oh, I remember those photos. I remember being actually really excited about it. (laughs) And like, where's my old Halloween clown costume? Do I need to get on this?
2: Would you guys ever do something like that? N- no, probably not. I kind of not nowadays, be, but I
1: want to. If I was I younger, probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh, maybe you need to go dress up like on. a clown. I need bring it to- <laughs> back.
3: Uh, no, thank you for me. Um Did you guys hear Tom Savini's like he's making these custom Halloween masks or not what? Halloween masks, they're like COVID Oh, health masks and they're yeah. like horror themed. Yeah, they're, they're Jason Jason, oh, like Jason masks uh from I guess the bottom of the face down.
1: Oh, they're all Jason masks and Yeah. Just, like, diff- different customized. Um
3: he's like signing them and stuff Oh and my god. Apparently they're like uh really high quality and everything.
0: Um
1: hey, Brandon our anniversary is coming up. <laughs> 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 Do you want one of those? Uh,
0: yeah, how much are they?
3: They're $60 and then I think for an additional forty, you can get it signed by Tom Savini. Himself, I don't know that I
1: care about the
0: signing. No, that's all cool, but here's the thing. If I'm gonna take sixty dollars, I would rather get like a movie quality that has the rest of the mask, you know? Yeah. Unless you yeah. like I mean we're we no, have to wear masks like fun, these days. Yeah,
1: like so if 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 the wearing the mask goes on, like you kind of almost want to start like
0: uh, accessorizing yeah. it to your own styles, yeah, 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 because
1: it's you know like or that else. is interesting,
0: and I'm seeing people do that with their own mat, you know, they sure. take their fabric they like. And yeah, then,
2: I've seen yeah. some cool horror or themed ones the too. The plague doctor. Have you guys seen the one with the old plague doctor, like the beak? Oh, the really? Eye? Yeah,
1: like people are wearing those.
2: Yeah,
0: and there was also the alien ones. Yeah, the alien that the ones are really alien cool. looked like they early- face. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Can't that they, they have a name and I can't remember. Yeah.
0: Sucker face. Is it sucker face? No, I don't know. That's what I've always called them. I don't know, but face proper huggers. Name. Yeah, face huggers. I think, think that's it, right? Huggers. Yes, that's what their that proper is it. name is. Yeah. Huh.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, you can get these masks by going on Twitter and direct messaging the account baking Jason. Um, <laughs> yeah. That that. Was all they had, uh, information-wise. But I have read comments and stuff from people that have received the masks after purchasing them, and they say they're very high quality. That they're comfortable. They're comfortable, and they they They, look like they're handmade and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they look they look
1: they look pretty cool. If if you go just uh, Google Tom Savini (laughs) masks.
0: Yeah, you can see Tom Savini wearing one himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tom Savini's awesome, man.
1: He, He really he's kind of like Definitely my hero yeah. of
3: anything practical effect. There's a uh, few. There's a few. And We'll talk about another at,
0: one in our spotlight.
3: Yeah, I was looking at his uh, credits on IMDb, and he was actually a makeup artist in the last spotlight that we had. Death, right? Uh, Death yes, Dream, yes, right? Dead yes. of Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We talked about him. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Did? We yeah. yeah we brought him up. Yeah, he's done everything, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh,
3: I feel like
1: he he definitely is like if you can get him on like you're you're gonna have amazing effects. And
0: he's sex machine. In From *Dust Dawn*. Yeah, he he's is the, sex machine. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. He also so, yeah, is one of the, the motorcycle the guys
1: gun. in *Dawn of the Dead*, right?
0: Right. Which he, him and his crew, his makeup crew, they were the makeup crew on, on that movie. Yeah. And they needed some ruffians, and they're like, "Well, the makeup crew kind of looks, looks that like parred. ruffians." So, <laughs> yeah. But Tom Savini's a good actor too, I think. Yeah, he's fun. All right, I'll close this horror babble out with a fun fact that I call night of The Monster Squad. Fred Decker, if you're a horror fan, you would know that Fred Decker is the director of Monster Squad, 1987. Also, the director of Night of the Creeps, in which um, Night of the Creeps was 1986. So it came out a year before Monster Squad. However, he hinted toward his next film with writing on the wall that said, Go Monster Squad. <laughs> okay. Which I never I never caught,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: Um, also, there's some parallels to the movies, and I'll, I'm going to play a sound clip. So the first one is from *Night of the Creeps, and the second one is from Monster Squad. They both went to the... They went to the bathroom. All right, that's fine, fine. Candy-ass, but fine. There's just one minor <laughs> problem. Corpses that have been dead for 27 years do not get up and go for a walk by themselves. Okay, up next here is the Monster Squad. A year later. Let's be firewood instead. I'm glad you're getting major laughs out of this, Rich. The problem is, two thousand year old dead guys
1: do not get up and walk away by themselves. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. that's cool.
0: So I like kind of the parallels there.
1: Yeah, that's such, uh, you know I feel like if I was like a director or writer, like I would kind of want my Movies to span across each other, like to like little hints for me to want to be like a yeah. little signature almost to me. It's oh, kind of cool. funny
0: because it seems like Fred Decker's a fan of himself. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm gonna play, I'm gonna pay homage to <laughs> my own movie. <laughs> I like
1: it though, I like it, man.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, that was our horror babble. So, up next, our spotlight on American Werewolf in London. All right, American Werewolf in London, 1981, written and directed by John Landis, who up until this point was most famous for comedy movies, including the Kentucky Fried Movie in 1977, National Lampoon's Animal House 1978, and The Blues Brothers 1980. In fact, the poster was advertising the movie American Werewolf in London, with this on the poster by the director of Animal House, in which a lot of people went thinking they were seeing a comedy, and it ended up walking out when they realized it was a horror movie. (laughs) And speaking of the Blues Brothers, the production company wanted to cast Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi as the two friends.
1: Oh, that wouldn't work.
0: (laughs) But Landis refused, urging that they needed fresh new faces for the roles. Who were these fresh faces? Well, one of them was Griffin Dune, who plays the zombie friend, right? Mm -hmm. Who would later star in Martin Scorsese's 1985 comedy crime drama After Hours, And the lead singer-dancer, this is um, the main character, David, was the lead singer-dancer for the Be The Pepper ad campaign for Dr. Pepper. (laughs) David Naughton, in which um, Landis saw him in this ad and wanted to cast him. Naughton actually was fired from Dr. Pepper because of his nude scenes in American Warfare in London. But David Naughton has done well with 92 acting credits on IMDb, and is in the studio with us right now. Welcome, David. No, he's not. He, that would have been lying if I said he'd done well if he was sitting with us.
3: <sighs> I don't know, Bub Club is getting pretty big, Yeah, man. we have
1: 17 listeners now, Holy <laughs> yeah. and only four of those are us.
0: <laughs> so it's hard to mention American Werewolf in London, or AWIL, does anybody call it that? No. No. American Werewolf from London. Uh, without mentioning Rick Baker, who did the special effects makeup. And Rick Baker was waiting eight years for this project to be made. So long that he started to bring his ideas to the howling, in which John Landis finally called him. Said, I got the funding. We're going to do it. And he said, I'm already working on the howling. And allegedly, John Landis yelled at him. <sighs> and Rick Baker... Um, was loyal and he went back to him, leaving the Howling in Rob Botten's hands, it his, his protégé? young protege, yeah. who eventually would do the thing. So, kind of okay. really cool history in the making, you know. Yeah. Like, would Rob Bontine or Botten have done the thing without him oh, being left yeah. alone on the set of the Howling, anyway? Um, also, Rick Baker. Won the Special Effects Makeup uh, Academy Award for the first time ever because of the Elephant Man that came out a year before because it didn't get any kind of uh, critical acclaim for its makeup. So they invented um, an award just for this because of Elephant Man, and this was the first to win.
1: Which is a really good first win because the special effects in this are... Pretty spectacular, I thought they were yeah. Amazing.
0: So, what's this about if you've never seen it before? It's a classic werewolf tale, like very classic, I would yeah, say. Definitely, in the way that, uh, well, well, these two friends are American friends are backpacking through, uh, I was gonna say Europe, but it's not, it's um, England,
1: it's London, right?
0: Um, well, they're in England first, right? Uh, they're in, um,
1: isn't London in England?
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> um, They're on, like, the countryside. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're they're not quite in London yet. Yeah.
0: And they get attacked by a werewolf, which the villagers are denying, and he spends a lot of time in the hospital, and it goes from there. His dead friend comes back to see him, telling him of his curse and to take his own life. Or there will be more victims.
1: Well, and basically the dead friend is like cursed to walk the earth until the bloodline is, is cut and he's the last yeah. one, right? Right. So that's like such an interesting plot point to me. You know, what's interesting about this movie is before I had actually never seen this movie until Brennan and I had gotten together because... I somehow saw American Werewolf in Paris first and I was just like, I equated the two together for some reason. I was like, and American Paris was so terrible to me that I was just like, I'm done. And in fact, werewolf movies are not a genre that I like technically like- They're look, not my favorite. What? Well, because I don't think there's a lot of good ones out there, But but this one is like if every, if people would have taken their like hint from what this movie was and what it was trying to be and what it was able to be- then, then maybe the werewolf genre wouldn't seem so campy. To I'm me. surprised
2: they haven't won up this movie yeah. with the technology now because this
1: one was so amazing. I'm I, just surprised they haven't.
2: I, I don't
0: think they ever will, to be honest.
1: I can't think of an, a werewolf movie better than this yeah. one. I can't, and I've seen a bunch, and I, th- I just can't think of one better than this one.
0: I think because the '80s was like the, it was the, it was like the. Um, the pinnacle for special effects makeup, right? It had like reached its all time highs in the eighties, and then the nineties brought us CGI, and we haven't really gone back. Now some, uh, some have, some yeah, some still use way. practical effects, but how can you one up that transformation scene? Right. It still holds up today.
1: Right, even with uh, your best CGI and stuff, like there's something so realistic and grody about that scene. Yeah. When his hands and feet are growing, yeah, yeah, it hurts to watch it
2: the most.
0: Yeah. I I really like the old Wolfman, and I like the Hammer horror films of the Wolfman. And uh, that's the thing is that those were, uh, they were like on two legs. And John Landis was very adamant about making this like a beast on, on all fours. And that was pretty bold because that, to my knowledge, had not been done yet. A werewolf on all fours.
1: Right. I th- yeah, I think up until that point, it, it was always the two-legged
0: yeah, yeah, and I've seen this movie several times, several times, but this was the first time that I caught this little homage to Curse of the Werewolf, which is a Hammer horror film of the Wolfman, where he's in bed with a nurse that he's fallen in love with, right? And he's talking about this this curse that might be bestowed upon him, and he says, "Do you ever see the Wolfman?" And she goes, "With Oliver Reed," and he goes, "No, the original." And I thought that was such a cool little way to...
1: It's like an homage to horror, hammer horror. Yeah,
0: but also, like, of course that's the one that she knows. Yeah. You know, because she's yeah. British. So that was really cool. Um, this, There's so much about this movie. In fact, you say American Werewolf in Paris. This was really close to being called that. Because um, there was three Americans on the crew. So John Landis, David Naughton... And what's the other fellow's name? Rick Baker? No. Oh, Rick Baker was American. Griffin Dune. So David Naughton, Griffin Dune, and John Landis were trying to get work permits in London. And they were saying that they were going to give him two, but they're like the supporting role could be played. There's plenty of um, Americans out here that are that are uh, residences. And he said, well, maybe we'll just call the film American Werewolf in Paris. And then they gave him the working visa. Or the not the working visa, the uh permit. Hmm. So they almost took the production to Paris because they couldn't get one more working permit.
2: So I don't remember the Paris one. I know you said we went and saw oh, yeah. the theater, but it wasn't it's even Emerald to Emerald. I
1: don't know. It I'm I'm pretty sure it's like a happy ending one too. Really? Which like yeah, if you've seen this movie, there there's no happy ending no. in this movie. <laughs>
3: yeah. I really liked uh this movie, and the ending especially, that there's this huge car pileup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, car accident scenes go in movies, this was one of the best I've ever seen. It was just car after car yeah. after car, and the impacts were just it's just so mayhem. It was yeah. just
0: mayhem. And, like, of course that's what would happen yeah. if a werewolf was unleashed in Piccadilly Circus is yeah. where it's taking yeah. place.
1: In the porn theater. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, let's talk about that porn <laughs> that because porn that hilarious. was also done by they filmed this to put in the movie and they're in a, a a porn theater and it's it's got some comedy, man.
1: Well, the whole movie's got comedy, man. That's that's another thing that makes this such a special movie is it's got this such a goofy tone. And and at the same time it's like there's heartbreaking scenes in it but like the goofy tone never leaves from to, from start to finish. Like even the ending when they just like, bam, end and then pop up ba da ba da ba da ba do ba da boo ba do da do da do. Movies.
0: This movie's short. It's an hour and thirty seven minutes long. Yeah. yeah, it feels even shorter because how captivating it is throughout the entire movie. Right. I mean, you 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 start with the guys, and what a way to establish their friendship by them having them just bullshit while yeah. they're walking.
1: You know. Speaking of that walking scene, it, that is truly a scary scene. When, oh, when they when, leave the slaughtered when lamb. When they leave the slaughtered lamb and and that wolf is like circling them. Like and and it feels really realistic. Like that feels like something that like their their tone and their like the way they're handling what's going on feels like how I would handle it if I was with somebody like you almost wouldn't really believe it's going on. You're like, Let, "Let's just get back. Let's hurry and get back." And like it, you know, you wouldn't be like running and screaming in that situation. You'd kind of just be like
0: what do we do? Right, yeah. right, and
1: you have no idea what's out there or what's, and then you you're kind of like slowly realizing like this this thing is huge, this thing is scary, and it's circling us, and man, like that scene just terrifies me.
0: Lightning in a bottle, man, is what they captured. I think, yeah, with the cinematography, the directing, yeah. the actors, you do not see the werewolf, but they could paint a picture of it from just their acting alone, right? And because right. you don't see it, they all you all you can. See is what your imagination is doing while they're describing what they're seeing. And they're trying to fool themselves saying like, is that a sheepdog? Yeah. yeah, You know, is that, what is that?
1: Yeah. And it sounds terrifying. Yeah. The sounds are like really menacing. And it
0: gives you this sigh of relief while they're like, they, you know, they, you think that they've gotten away. They're starting to even joke, nervously joke. Right. Right. As one falls down and the other gets annihilated. Yeah. And horrifically torn to pieces. yeah. Yeah. While he's, like, screaming.
1: When you kind of see the aftermath when he comes back from the dead, essentially, and you see what actually, like, how tore up he really got. That's such, like, oh, He man. runs
0: away in fear, but then, like, the love of his friend brings him back. Right, To right. face a beast. Right, right. But he comes back to his friend.
1: Which was what I'm saying. Like, it feels really realistic to me. Like, it feels like that's might be something yeah. I would do is just, like, run, like, oh, my God, and start running and then realize your friend's getting hurt and go back, you know? Yeah. no. Oh.
3: Man and I, uh, that that storyline where he's the the surviving werewolf, right? That, that bloodline and that he has to die, he has to kill himself to save all these people that have died right. from that <laughs> werewolf bloodline. It's such an interesting premise, and it is like uh, knowing that you
1: have to die, right? I don't know.
3: It's almost a psychological horror aspect to it. He's having visions of his dead friend, and it's like, hey, man, you need to kill yourself, like. Well, and not only that, that one of
1: the more interesting parts about this is like they're in that porn theater and he sees and all of a sudden, not only is his, his, his friend there now, but all of the victims of hi- him, all of his victims that from the night before. Yeah. And like some of them are pretty pissed at him and some of them are just like, hey, you know, like you should kill yourself. But all of them are like coming up with ways to like have him kill himself. He's like, oh, geez, thanks, everybody. And it's just like yeah. such a silly, but like interest just. Wow, what interesting writing! Like just to think of that, like wouldn't it be cool if his victims could come back and and basically, yeah, like, and
0: his friend again is like saying no, that would be too painful. No, right, if he did it wrong, right. and
1: right, their friendship like
2: is spanning. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and let's talk about the corpse friend. Because how quirky is he? He's so funny. Yeah. He's so great. I mean, the first time you see him, he is gruesome. He's freshly cut open. Yeah. He's got that little dangly piece in his neck that you can't stop looking at. Yeah. And he just says, can I have a piece of toast? (laughs) (laughs) And that's his first like opening line. Yeah. Yeah. And And for the most part, he's being very optimistic and kind of happy. And then he gets almost like this gothicness when he's like. There's a full moon coming. Yeah. You know, like he switches back and forth. Yeah. When he's being serious with him.
1: I like how he, like, uh, deteriorates more and more as the movie goes on, oh, too. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Just the next so time you see
0: him, he's he's well, uh, he's lost some color.
1: You know, what it makes me picture is, like, what's going on in his coffin, you know? And I just, like, yeah, you think oh, of yeah. him, like, laying... And I like how he, like, talks about his own funeral and how, like, a bunch of people showed up. And he's he's happy <laughs> that that and girl then,
0: cried. And then his friend starts getting wrapped up in it. Yeah. Like, he's like, she jumped in the arms of who? What? You know, yeah. like, loses him, yeah. like, the, the situation for a minute and goes... Resorts back to just like him being them being buddies, <laughs> well, right?
1: And even in, even when he's uh turning and he's like in the most pain ever, he thinks of his friend. He's like, I'm sorry, I called you a meatloaf,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and, it, and it shows Mickey Mouse just standing, yeah, there, that the statue so of Mickey good. Mouse.
2: I like the ending too because it was very
1: abrupt. Oh, almost, yeah, yeah, those are like some just... of the best endings ever. Just yeah. like boom, end it and mm-hmm. eat it, like here it is.
0: <laughs> what else do you need? You know, yeah. do right. you need yeah. to see her like go no. about her life? No, no, you get you. You know, nobody's believing him. Everyone's right. thinking he's crazy. Right. So they shoot this beast, and then they see that it was, a you know, a man that right. was turned into a beast, and right. that's all that needs to be said.
1: And, and I like how it, it doesn't, you know, you don't need a silver bullet. It doesn't follow those tropes. It's just like, and they, that's kind of, like, mentioned, and there's, like, a laugh
0: right. about it, you know, like, yeah. no,
1: no, because a bullet would kill you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, it's, it's super interesting and just fun.
0: I mm-hmm. I once saw... A YouTube video. Like I, I just wanted to see the transformation scene one day. And I was just like, I just wanted to look it up on YouTube. And somebody had posted it saying like, is this real? And there's a bunch of comments and they're like, <laughs> no, there's cut scenes. It's not real. So There was, that was like kids today.
1: That's interesting.
0: Seeing it on YouTube it and is saying, so is realistic. this real? Yeah. And if you get like a Blu-ray of it or a special DVD, there is a making of, and you see like the, the foam that they use for it. Like they press in the foam and it slowly comes out that's how you're seeing the hand growing in the in the snout. And Rick Baker was kind of upset at that the the face scene like they took so long to do it, right? And he only showed about 7 seconds of it. And he was a little pissed until he watched it with the audience and saw how effective it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to see to like prolong like I th- it's it's a perfect transformation scene, it really
2: is, and Rick
0: Baker wanted to do it all in kind of like one shot. he thought that would be very effective, right, but John Landis was very adamant about um honing in on certain body parts right. turning right? right and he and he didn't want to do the the wipes, I think as they call it the dissolves like you've seen in previous Wolfman movies where it would just dissolve over right they right. would do makeup and then film dissolve over right. right. He was like, I want to see the transformation right. And for that to still hold up in 2020 is quite amazing. If you haven't seen this film, I would see it just for the transformation scene. Yeah. But I would be hard-pressed to find somebody, especially a horror fan, that doesn't like this movie.
1: The kill scenes too are actually scary. Like the subway scene and w- when the wolf was kind of like chasing him through the subway. For some reason, that that scene just terrifies me. And when you see him, you see the wolf's paws like slowly kind of come yeah. out. And you start seeing like the wolf. In, and it's the first time you really see like the wolf in all of its glory. You know, like the whole shot of the entire wolf. No,
0: you don't see the entire wolf.
1: In the subway scene, you do.
0: You see... You see, he falls down the stairs, and the upper screen, you see half of the wolf. Okay. Coming to, you never see the full wolf unless he's turning right. in the transformation scene, because how they do that is kind of a wheelbarrow thing. Like, the guy um, had his arms in the front paws of the wolf and controlling the head. Somebody else is controlling the head, and he was just, like, walking while somebody else was lifting up his legs. And that's why it shows, like, from the torso up.
1: But but even that, even seeing, like... like
0: the- it's the first reveal of um that's not super quick
1: right and i don't know it's just super menacing and super scary to me like he's just looking down and there it is and oh
0: and then at the end he's just like chomping at people's ankles yeah 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 oh man i
1: like that it was fun
0: yeah yeah um let's rate this okay and i'll go first and if you've listened to our first episode where we talk about our favorite horror movies of all time, this shouldn't be a surprise that I'm giving it a solid 10 out of 10, because this is my favorite horror movie of all time. I watched it as a kid. I grew up watching it. I've always owned some copy of it. I've owned a VHS, DVD, now a steelbook, Blu-ray. And I've seen this so many times, but I'm always excited to watch it again, especially if I'm showing somebody for the first time. And it feels like a classic horror movie that still holds up and, is just the rump.
1: I I would also have to give it a 10 out of 10. And and specifically because there is no other werewolf movie like it. There's there's nothing better than this. And how many years has it been? And there's truly nothing that like even really comes close to it. There's cool werewolf movies out there, but, but nothing like this.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 10 out of 10 just because the transformation scene alone deserves a 10. I mean, it creeped me out and it, I I don't know. It's like you said Brandon it still holds up today. So
3: Don't hate me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really like the movie. I think I would give it a strong 7, seven. out of 10. 7? Yeah, I'm
0: crucify so- this man. I know.
3: I know. That's a, I I think that's, you um, know, that's still a high rating. For Josh it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Josh is our it. Simon. <laughs> um, have you given anything a 10 out of 10?
3: Um I don't think any spotlights so far. Okay. Um,
0: wow. So that's a, you should just we'll listen see. just to find out if Josh yeah, will ever will give anything Josh a 10 out of 10. A
3: 10. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it'll happen. I'll definitely. It's got to happen uh, one day. Yeah. If it doesn't happen <laughs>
0: with this, it's not going to happen. No, I'm projecting. I'm sorry. I'm projecting.
3: No worries. I did like the movie though. And I, I thought it was good. Um,
0: is there anything yeah. you change about it? Um. Hmm. So then it's a 10 out of 10. So then it's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
3: I don't want to get, like, too specific, but I just, I don't know. I didn't really feel like it was a 10 out of 10. When, when there's a perfect movie for me, I, like, I know it's a perfect movie. I well, enjoyed this movie. And it is an older movie. Don't get movie, me wrong. You know, yeah.
1: they're, they're, it's an older movie, so I think if...
3: Uh, I
0: don't think that sways Josh's opinion, though.
3: Yeah, I, I'd i give some older it doesn't movies. doesn't talk about
1: Twitter or anything, so... Oh, yeah.
0: Did that bother you the most, that it wasn't talk about Twitter? Yeah, Twitter? they should have... Twiddler? Is they the should have talked
3: Twiddler. about Twitter. <laughs> there weren't any, like, social media, re- like, references. It was a little dated, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
0: All right, well, that was our Spotlight on American Werewolf in London. Up next is our top three clown horror movies. Cholrophobia is the official phobia of clowns. Cholera? Cholera. Cholera? Col-ra.
1: always Cholera. Are it. you guys afraid of clowns? I always had no. a I had a, th- a theory that people pretend to be afraid of clowns because it seems cool. Yeah. They don't yeah. scare me. They don't like initially really creep no. me out. No, they're creepy, but I'm not like yeah. afraid of clowns. But like I'm, I can be creeped out by them. Like
2: maybe a doll, a clown doll. Maybe yeah,
3: that's, that's more maybe
0: than more a clown. creepy. But yeah. I understand the fear of clowns to an extent. Yeah, there I are also, these like, like there. I mean, we're introduced to them as children sometimes because sure. they come to parties.
1: But most kids like clowns.
0: Yeah, but they're. I think you're not seeing their true face and they're constantly smiling, and you know in their eyes that there's some sadness. Maybe
2: Gacy <laughs> Clown. Gacy you Clown scare me. scares me. I, I'm
3: <laughs> yeah, not, that is like, scary. Clown fear depends on the context for me yeah. like the context and the clown like right? if i'm at a circus and i see a clown i'm right. not gonna be like oh clown but if i'm at an alley in three in the morning
0: and there's no circus around yeah or no it's ha- not halloween josh yeah. is
1: right it's the context in which you see that yeah, i mean if a clown you... is
0: stabbing me in the stomach that's gonna scare me yeah but if a clown is waving with a balloon you know, it's I, not unless he's I, standing in a lake.
1: Even if I just <laughs> saw like a, a random clown walking down the street, it would creep me out. You know, like would it creep you out if it was just absolutely
2: in the day? Yes. Like, it so creep me out. I
0: like this was like a month ago. I was driving and I did see a guy just dressed like a clown walking down the street and he didn't seem to have collected all of his sanity. <laughs>
2: well, maybe he was ICP. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those clouds scare me a little bit.
3: Magnets, how do they work?
0: <laughs> no, that those Sorry. people are they got enough prejudice coming yeah. at them. We I don't need that. we don't need to add to it.
3: I just like that <laughs> good, line in the good song. Good job standing up for the yeah.
1: Whoop whoop.
0: <laughs> so we have a top three here. And this was uh rather difficult. Yes. Yeah. We like to think of ourselves as these podcasters that are doing research and watching movies so you don't have to. Right, and we tried with this one. We tried to watch a lot of clown movies, and there's there's not a lot of winners.
1: No, there's few and far between. It's not a very, it's not like a genre that it's been taken very seriously. I think like so you have like uh, some good ones, you have some really great ones, and then you have a bunch of just garbage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you know, I picked this because I, I I like the idea of clown horror for some reason that's always been appealing to me. Um, but I just didn't know it was going to be so much work.
1: You didn't realize that Clownado Nato would be a letdown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is a movie called Clown and Clownter guys.
2: Clownter guys.
1: The most upsetting thing about Clownado to me was like when I pictured Clownado, when I first heard of it. I pictured like clowns in the tornado, like twirling around, yeah, like shots like, yeah, and yeah. like it's just like out the people. tornado just like makes them appear, and it's like a magical like mist of
0: man. If they would have yeah. been in that tornado. We would have continued watching.
2: Absolutely, I mean, because yeah. that's hilarious. Imagine him like all laughing with like little <laughs> hatchets, taking <laughs> guys, pieces out of people. To me, that, you know?
1: could, that could be done in a way that yeah. makes it good, maybe yeah, at least funny. Yeah, at least I don't
2: fun.
0: Know. So, warning: there's a lot of crossovers in this, but <sighs> let's, a lot of let's get into it. All right, my number three has the presence of a clown, but isn't necessarily the main horror horror of this particular movie. And that's House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie, 2003. Now, The Devil's Rejects is more of a clown horror because Captain Spaulding has more presence in it. He doesn't have this clown makeup on the whole time in that movie. But House of a Thousand Corpses is one of those that... If you're a horror fan, you pretty much either hate this movie or love it. I'm on the side that I love it. And I've argued it with a lot of horror fans before. Um, I think I just watched this at the right time in the right state of mind. And it was around Halloween. And it takes place on Halloween. And it is really experimental. A lot of like strange colors. And they even go negative in some of the shots. And it has been... um, accused of being a Texas chainsaw massacre ripoff. However, I see it more as a as an ode to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But it is very close to. They pick up a hitchhiker, a hitchhiker takes him to a their their family of killers and they get brutally killed
1: you know if you were to break apart every horror movie you could call everything you rip off of everything i mean there's no chainsaw
0: there's no chainsaw
1: yeah it's not a blatant. i I don't i don't know that i agree with you where i i don't know that i would ever call this a clown clown horror movie like the 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 very minor presence of captain spaulding in the beginning and the very minor presence of him at the end doesn't necessarily constitute a clown movie but that being said it does make me think of Cla- Captain Spaulding when I think of this movie. And I'm right in the middle of this. I, I don't necessarily love nor hate this movie. And and it has a lot to do with Rob, Rob Zombie's uh, cackling wife and that's been casted in this. I, that That is really yeah, hard to I listen to. Her. <laughs> so,
0: um, I mean, I have a House of Thousand Corpses shirt, and it's Captain Spaulding. Right. He right. is a like an iconic horror person now. And... I would say that his presence in the beginning is rather strong. Yeah. And he's a very strong character. Mm-hmm. And how I looked at it is, if you do have a fear of clowns, this movie is going to ignite that. Yeah. Because he is scary. But he's also kind of friendly and whimsical. I
2: yeah. You end up kind of liking him you in a strange he's, he's sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of the more likable ones.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, spoiler alert, you find out that he's part of the family. Right. I mean, you find that out at the end, but also when you watch... Devil's I can think rejects. you can
2: kind of deduce that, though. In the, I don't know. At least I did in the beginning. Right,
0: he's in the area. He's yeah, telling kids where to go. He's killing. He's people. creepy. <laughs> he's got a, uh, a. The murder ride is awesome. Yes, I just want to go on that. Yeah, and they actually made that for the movie, and it was like something that they were really being pushed through. That's fun. Yeah, and it was all based on actual serial killers, except for Doctor Satan, obviously. Right. So that's why it's my number 3 house of a thousand corpses
1: so like Rest brandon, in peace Sid Haig. Like he's Bran- the man like brandon said we were uh we were watching a lot of clown movies and one of them that i found in this and I, and i actually switched out my number 3 for this one is called the last circus uh now this this was made in uh 2017 i believe no oh, i'm sorry 2010 2010 and it's it's a foreign film it comes from spain slash it's like a spain slash french foreign film almost uh directed by alex de la iglesia also written by him so i think you're gonna i think you're gonna know if you're, this movie's for you within like the first 20 minutes of this movie or maybe even the first 10 so it it has one of my favorite opening scenes i think of like any especially clown horror movie where there's a there's a clown and he's in he's a happy clown he's in the middle of this performance. And this uh, this militia comes in and recruits all the clowns for uh, the this, this civil war that's going on. And so they just basically, they take these clowns, they force them outside, they hand them all kinds of random weapons, and they, they're like, here, go fight. And the, the clowns even, there's a st- scene where he's like, should I change my clothes? He's like, no, man, that's going to scare the shit out of him seeing a clown coming at him with a machete. And these clowns actually take out like an entire platoon. However, they are captured, and, and this happy clown, um, the main guy we're following at this point, he's made, like, this war prisoner, and he has a son. And the son, at one point, comes to, to get revenge, essentially, and basically try to free his father, and in, in the midst of that, he, like, takes out this general's eye, but his, his father dies, and, and essentially, the father's like, you will go on to be a clown, but you're going to be a sad clown because you're going to live through so much tragedy. In fact, the only way that you can be a happy clown is to get revenge, so then, like you know, fast forward to, you know, years later, this guy's grown up and he he joins this circus, and uh, he falls in love with this like trapeze trapeze artist, is it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he and she's married to this like crazy abusive dude. However, she kind of is like into it, and it's it's very it's a very weird like dynamic.
3: Yeah, he says like at some point in the movie that like she's seen a side of him that the world has never seen. Right. Only her and she loved that part. Well, of And him, she's so. kind
1: of like into like the sadistic part of the relationship too. Like she's kind of she into S and M. Kind like, of like she like basically there's this like insinuation that she actually really likes the abuse in some weird way, but it also terrifies her. But anyway, so he falls in love with this girl, and she kind of knows what she's doing. She's like toying with him definitely, and she's go, and she like kind of likes him too. But,, uh, she just goes back and forth between these guys to the point where she just drives him insane, absolutely insane. And he goes insane and he he beats the shit out of her lover. Oh, just yeah. beats the and like fucks his face up like beyond all and it's like that's hor. she he basically creates a monster out of this guy that's kind of already a monster, but he makes him like match his insides, right? Yeah. And then he goes on the run because of this. he runs into the guy that he stabbed his eye out like years ago, this general who ends up kidnapping him, which makes this guy more insane because he treats him like an animal. Oh yeah. And it, and the reason why I'm getting, telling you all this, I'm trying to get to this point where when he finally goes insane, he decides to basically tr- permanently transform himself into a clown and he splashes oh, he splashes like this acid on his face and it burns it white. Oh. And he takes a iron, a hot like clothes iron and he's, Puts, puts it against his yeah. cheeks to make them red and oh. burnt red and his lips and anyway it ends up being one of my favorite like looking clowns uh, of all time and I almost want to like do this for Halloween one time yeah he's just, that is cool when he goes can- insane he kind of like he like reaps ha- reeks wreaks havoc upon the town and he goes out with machine guns and just like shooting things. And you can goes, see a
0: still of him on IMDb. If yeah, you go through the pictures. Yeah, go check it
1: out and just like find through the pictures and find this. He he finds like this Pope's outfit so for some reason. That, like the guy has, and he like sews this outfit together. So he's got like this Pope like religious like looking <laughs> outfit on, and he's just like, and his face is just like deformed. The and filmmakers creepy.
0: must have seen your uncle dressed as a clown priest. To get this idea. <laughs> yeah, we all dressed as clowns one year yeah. and, and uncle Scabin dressed as a priest clown. Cause we couldn't find any clown outfits. Cause it was like day of Halloween. <laughs>
1: you know, I love this movie though. It's, it's really layered and it's, and it's a little, it's quirky. Like if yeah. you don't like the quirkiness, but it doesn't really turn into a, a horror movie until about halfway through really when like all the horrific stuff really starts happening. But, uh, it doesn't end happy, and there's there's also one of my favorite things is there's there's the equivalent of like if you've ever seen Do- Toy Story, there's like the equivalent of the Duke Kaboom character. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like this motorcycle. Yeah, he's like this motorcycle guy, and he can never quite uh, land. Oh yeah. And throughout always... the whole movie, he's just like always like trying out his new nitro. <laughs> so it's so like there'll be like a a scene being filmed, and randomly you see this guy flying through the air and like running into <laughs> the wall, and it's just like it's super goofy and super fun and i was like out of all the crappy like clown movies we kind of had to sift through i was like oh my god man maybe that's why i like this one so much too cuz it's just like almost a, a breath of fresh air cuz right. cuz it was like i i think to make a good, good clown movie like you have to take it the genre seriously and yeah for the most part i mean there is other movies that don't and they work but for this day and age for me at least like not every clown movie can just be like this kind of like uh Whatever, we're just making clown movies. Who cares? Dress a bunch, a bunch of cla- yeah. scary guys up, but yeah. I don't know. This one worked for me, man. I, this, I really liked it.
3: This was my number three as well, and uh, I mean, even though the the clowns they do some very atrocious things in this movie, this movie kind of made me empathize with clowns Absolutely. a little yeah. bit. It's so it's like there
2: more than one evil clown, then. Kind of, because yeah. it's they, a,
3: it's like a love triangle, and they're. Kind of competing for this well, well, trapeze and, artist the whole time. Right.
1: And and that's the other interesting part about it. So the abuse of clown guy he's the happy clown and he like children love him he's really good at it he makes people laugh and then this other character that we follow most of the time is the sad clown and and children just want to see him get hurt essentially and like it's the
3: butt of all the jokes right so
1: it's it's this very tragic story uh and you do empathize you kind of there's even a point where you find yourself empathizing for the abusive clown dude at one point after he's like you know his face gets deformed and he can't play at children's parties anymore. and It's just, it's really well, it's yeah. very well done. It,
3: it has some funny moments. It's very dark. Dark. Very Fu- dark yeah. comedy. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. It was a little better than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, And it was kind of spooky as well. Yeah. Did you
0: find this on your own or did Lindsay inspire you to watch it? Um,
3: I, Lindsay- I had found it in... Uh, research that I was doing and then Lindsay told me about it and I was like oh yeah I'm aware of that one I'll I'll watch it yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and it's I don't know it's super wacky super fun really dark uh just again though just go watch it just for the scene where you see this guy transform himself like permanently to a clown like you you kind of are screaming at him like what are you doing but he's like like he's just lost his mind yeah he's just lost his mind super super fun so that is why it's my number three and josh's number three
0: yeah the the last last circus circus. oh whoa you guys nailed it (laughs) all
2: right um my number three is killer clowns from outer space um i don't know if anyone else has that on their list.
1: yeah so this was going to be my number three okay and and i switched this out
2: um it's just a fun movie um Let's see. It was it's a pretty old movie. It was back in 1988, I think, is when they made it. Yeah, um, and they're alien clowns. They're alien right? clowns. Yeah, killer clowns. Killer from clowns. From outer space. Space. Come, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> from the title, they turn people into cotton candy and drink their blood. Uh, <laughs> there's killer popcorn in it. Um, I just think the clowns are fun as well. There's like a... Yeah, it,
1: it's kind of one of those movies where as, a, as you're watching it, you can like pick out like what clown might be your favorite. Yeah, yeah. There's a fat clown. There's a <laughs> tiny <Yeah. laughs> little
2: clown. They all clown. kind of have
1: their own personalities. What, what was your favorite clown? I can't remember, actually. You can't remember? It might have been the big old fat one.
0: I like the big guy. Yeah. You know, this would be an honorable mention for me. I do like the, the shadow puppet uh, killing scene. Yeah, he, he, yeah His, his shadow puppet uh, turns into a dinosaur, I believe, like a T-Rex, and then bites the head off of somebody.
1: So if there was another clown that was going to be like up in the running of my favorite, I think it would have been that that one that did the shadow puppet scene. I, I just can't remember what he looked like. And
0: Dickies did the, the theme song, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, and I like Dickies.
1: <laughs> yeah, this this actually, this movie inspired me when I was younger. I Because of this and like the theme song at the end or whatever you hear through uh, I always wanted to start like a, a cover band that only did like a, a horror movie theme songs that like specifically were made for that horror movie. This was always going to be one of the ones I wanted to cover.
2: Yeah, I just think it's a super fun movie. Um, definitely not scary by any means, but yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, it's more, it, This it's is more like this is a horror. It's a good yeah.
0: example of a movie that didn't take clown horror serious and still works. And, yeah. and that's why I
1: said uh it works for some movies. I yeah. actually when I said that I had this specific movie in mind because I was like, no, that that totally worked for me. <laughs> it, yeah. was,
3: it was fun and it's it's creative. You know, yeah, they yeah. had the shadow puppet killings. Yeah. There's a lot of kill popcorn uh, mm-hmm. is always fun. Their spaceship yeah. looks like a circus tent. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's just they kind have of to pop silly, the clown's nose
2: at the end to kill it. Yeah. Um, oh, I get way too much. But no, it's just kind of fun. And that's why I picked Killer Clowns from Outer Space is my number
0: three. My number two is kind of a hard to find film. And I actually, this was not my first endeavor on clown horror, believe it or not. There was about five years ago where I was like trying to find a good clown movie, and I found one. And it was in 1989. It's called Clown House. So the premise of this movie is these: um, there's three brothers living in a household. Their parents are going out of town. And the youngest has a really horrifying fear of clowns. And his brothers take him to the circus regardless of his... What's it called again? Cl...
1: Coraphobia or Quora-phobia. something?
0: Choraphobia. Quora. Anyway, um, it just so happens that this circus has been ranch hacked by three psychopaths that had broken out of an insane asylum, murder three clowns, and steal their outfits. They dress up like clowns and chase these kids to their house where they lock themselves in and have to deal with these killer clowns. Not from outer space.
1: <laughs> killer clowns from Earth.
0: Um, this movie is not for everyone. I would say I have a very soft spot for eighties movies and Sam Rockwell, which this, this was his first movie that he was in and he's like a teenage boy. Oh, I want to watch it just for that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Uh, super fun, cheesy, um, clown movie, but definitely if you're looking for a, Decent clown movie, you like 80s movies, you like Sam Rockwell, uh, this would be the one for you, and that is Clown House.
1: So uh, my number two, and also Melanie's number two, is higher up on somebody's list, so we're going to skip that
3: for now. Okay. Uh, My number two is Terrifier. This came out in 2016, and it's directed by Damien Leone. I wouldn't recommend this movie to everyone as well, but... It, it's really gory. Uh, some of the death kills in this one. It's like <laughs> a clown slasher movie. Um, and it, it kind of subverts a lot of the tropes that slasher movies have in an interesting way. This one starts from the very beginning. The These two girls decide uh, to go get some food. They'd been partying and uh, they were too drunk to drive. And then this clown starts stalking them Ooh. from, like, the the very beginning. They go and sit in a restaurant, and he just gets, like, a table right across from him and just stares mm. at them the whole time, like, mm. while they're eating. Um, And then, yeah, I don't want to give uh, too much away from there, but the connection is made between the killer and the characters, like, five minutes into the movie. And then he's just, like, there... Not doing anything, just staring at him, being really creepy, and I thought that was really interesting.
1: You know, th- this one like appeared on a lot of like top, like you know, w- f- to do some of the research for this, we we did a lot of like what are the top clown yeah. movies, and this one was like over and it over. It always on. appeared, yeah. yeah. On
2: everyone I looked at,
1: I definitely, I almost, I almost watched this one. I wish I would have had the time because it sounds like something I don't want to watch.
3: Yeah, um, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I I liked it. They're making a sequel it's oh. in filming right now but this could be one of those uh Jason or interesting
0: oh yeah like, a, Kruger, new, like new a new new okay. franchise okay new
3: franchise now i have for, to watch yeah, it that'd for be a interesting
2: film. actually cuz how many i don't know it's been a while since we yeah. had a new franchise
0: yeah i i've been meaning to check this out too cuz uh, a lot of people do like it it does definitely has a cult following yeah but i get this confused with um, all's hallows all hallows eve
3: Oh, okay. Because
0: the, the clowns look very similar. And I tried watching that one, and I, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. So that's why I never checked this out, but I definitely want to.
3: This movie definitely has its issues. There There is some pacing trouble, especially towards the end. I was like, like at the end after they're in a morgue. <laughs> Oh Here's yeah, the the all Hall- all hallows Eve looks just the like the clown. A, looks yeah.
0: very similar, right? Even
3: to like the teeth. Yeah, like he has like all the gunk and stuff in there. But uh, I thought it it had a lot of heart and was worth checking out. And I think now that they're they have a following and they're making more, might get more streamlined. Sure. More probably money. improve. As it goes on. That's all you really need
1: of the movie is a lot of heart and it could get you a long way. Yeah.
3: So that is my number two, Terrifier. Number
0: one! All right, my number one is Melanie and Lindsay's number two, and that is Clown from 2014. Uh, directed by John Watts, written by John Watts and Christopher Ford, and produced by Eli Roth.
1: Oh, I didn't... I don't... Remember, I, don't I guess I forgot that Eli Roth produced this. Do you this know who
0: John Watts is? I don't. Recently, he did Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, no way. Spider-Man uh, Far From Home and wow. the upcoming... Okay. ...2021, I believe, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. He got the Spider-Man franchise.
1: Right. Nice. Nice. He
0: also did uh Cop Car. Oh. With Kevin Bacon. Um but this is this this movie is basically it takes like the clown and makes it almost like a werewolf that's lore. That's is
2: say yeah. It's, it's definitely werewolfy. Were clown. Yeah, he's like a were clown.
0: And he, and a he demon. finds <laughs> and he finds and that's what clowns are in this movie is like an ancient demon. Right. Um and I find that very fascinating. Also so he finds this clown outfit that's not just a clown outfit. It is like this cursed outfit that will right that ha- basically has a like a demon in it'll, it
1: it'll it'll turn you into the demon and his yeah. and his kids have a birthday party where the clown like
0: doesn't show up doesn't show up right so he's drunk he, or something he puts on the wig the nose the outfit comes out saves the day then he can't take off The nose. This movie made me so
2: claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. It made me so claustrophobic. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Because he couldn't get out of that nose, right? That nose. And his wife is trying to help him pull it off.
1: And the outfit's just like getting tighter and tighter.
0: And she pulls it off. She pulls it off. And gives him one of the coolest clown noses ever, which is just like the tip of his nose cut off. (laughs) Yeah. So he still has a red nose. Yeah. But it's like gruesome.
1: It is gruesome. And And he slowly
0: turns into this beast. That has to feed on children, a
1: certain amount of children, yeah. right? Like,
2: yeah, that's the interesting. He'll he'll go back to normal if he After can feed killed on like, like eight five yeah. children or so. Something and, yeah. I can't remember how many.
0: And I never thought that you could turn a, pl- a playhouse into such a horrific place. I know, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it um, doesn't
1: pull any punches with the
3: children killing. <laughs> yeah,
0: such a great movie. Josh, did you get a chance to check this out?
3: No, I uh, I was oh this playing too. To. I is wonder if it would a major see. list. It you should was, still just yeah. see it because yeah. it's
0: it is. Obviously, it's number my number one, so it's definitely my favorite, personally my favorite clown movie that has come out, and it takes it super serious to the yes. other side of serious, yes. where they actually create this whole lore for it, yeah. and it's believable.
1: It is. And it's, it's just cool. But I think, I can't remember that, but when this first came out, we saw like the preview for it, I think. And we were like in, we were like, we have to see this. And I, for some reason I have this memory of like having to watch it on my computer or like YouTube or something. There was some weird thing of it coming out. You did out. that
0: because for some reason it was released on YouTube and it hadn't yeah. even been released yet. Right. And I found it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to go away, which it did. I sent it to Melanie. <laughs> yeah, I watched I, it yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. I messaged it to Melanie. I was like, check this out. This is small window of time. It's probably going to go away. Right. So that that's why that's we watched it on your computer. It was it like computer. full quality in it. It was HD. Yeah. Oh, oh, was nice. Yeah. Someone
3: so, someone leaked it.
0: Someone leaked it and then I I think it was like a few days later got taken off.
1: Well, and I loved it to the point that when this finally did become available on VOD, like I I believe we bought it right away. I was going to
0: say we still supported yeah. the film. Yeah, we bought it know. right away
1: and watched it again because it it really is a terrifying clown movie. Yeah. In so many different ways. Like, you know, you're you're ter- you start by becoming like terrified for this guy, and then you slowly become terrified of this guy. And it's just such a cool trope. Like I I really haven't like what a cool idea. Like you know and and it seems like silly like oh he like transforms into this clown but the way they do it, like to work demons and almost like a werewolf type situation into all of this is just super fun. In, a, in a, But in a terrifying way. Like, it, it's exciting, I guess. not Maybe not fun's not the right word, but exciting in a weird way.
0: Mm, there's something about it that does feel fun. Yeah, I think it's the lore it part. Maybe the lore part. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't realize until I researched this that, that John Watts got the Spider-Man franchise. But if you've seen the second one, um, which I guess, small spoiler alert, but Mysterio um, creates some visions for Spider-Man. And that... That segment is straight up horror. Yeah, yeah. And it's and I remember watching it just going like, this is a horror scene. Yeah. And it all came together when I was like, oh my gosh, it's the guy that did Clown.
1: I, I love too that um, he finds the guy that has kind of like been through this before.
0: Oh, yeah. He was yeah. his
1: brother, right? Yeah, he, his brother was Not the his clown. brother, but he finds a guy whose brother was the clown. That's yeah. what Melanie said, yeah. Um And, uh, and yeah, he... He kind of he sees like uh, old film footage of of what this guy kind of had to do, and it kind of comes to light that like this guy had fed the exact number of children to his brother yeah. to in order to cure him, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you kind of think like, okay, well, this is going to have to happen to to this guy. I mean, not to spoil it, but I guess we we did say that you know we are we are going to have spoilers when we talk about this, uh, our top threes. But if I would, it would have been interesting to me to see them have this guy eat his own child. I know that sounds fucked up. That sounds fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it would have been. It no, would have made the movie I so much more it. terrifying. I, would, I, would I wish.
2: I wish they would have went there because I think it. Yeah, I agree with Lindsay. It would have taken it to like
1: this whole it's new, whole new level. horrifying level, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you really think it's going there. I thought it was going. <laughs> to. Yeah,
0: it does. It, it 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 wants you to think that. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. It, it didn't need to go to that level. I, I no,
1: have wanted, it wanted it to yeah, So intense. It would so have been like I can't believe I went there.
0: Well, anyway, that's my number one, 2014's Clown.
1: So my number one, and this is also Melanie's number one, <laughs> uh, it's the new it's Josh's it. number one as well? Yeah, it's a three-way crossover. number one. It's the new It. And so I'll, I'll try to split this up evenly so I'm not just hogging it since I'm just talking first. Made in 2017, chapter one specifically, I just... So the interesting thing is, is when the older uh, made for TV, it was out there. I actually preferred the first one as well. I just think there's something really interesting about these little kids fight. More interesting to me to have these little kids fighting this like space alien thing than it is to have the adults come back and fight it. It's scarier. For some reason, when the kids are battling, like, people are not believing. The, and the town's, like, kind of possessed in a way where they're not really going to be taking these kids seriously. Like, even the parents, like, who've lost kids, kid are just, like, I don't know. They're, like, almost forgotten about it. The you adults
2: know? have all kind of checked out, which leaves right. these kids kind of alone or yeah. on now. Well,
0: yeah, according to the you book, know? right, the, the parents are kind of possessed as right, well. Right, And they're, like, kind of possessed in the way to, like, turn a blind eye.
1: Right. The whole town is, yeah. And I I don't know. I just... I thought, I thought this was so – the kid act, the kid actors in this, like, make the movie. It's, it's funny where it needs to be, terrifying where it needs to be. And I like the new Pennywise. Like, I think this Pennywise is way more scarier than the – who was it? The Tim um, – Curry. Tim Curry. The original, like, New York, like, hey. Or, uh, he had that heavy New York accent, and it's just kind of weird for a clown – uh, living in this small town to have this like weird New York accent, I don't know. I'm to me it, the way they hey,
0: Georgie get in the car. Yeah. Hey, get in the, hey, car. Get get in the, the car. car, Georgie. Get in the car, Georgie. <laughs> have, a, have a stogie.
1: This the Pennywise in this like the the reveal of him like he looks like an alien hiding in a clown's body. Oh yeah, you know. Well, and he can
2: transform into all these different scary yeah. looking yeah. Know, creatures depending on like what the child is scared of.
1: And yeah. I don't know that this. Such a strong, such a strong movie for, for like, yeah. Like, when I knew it was like going to be remade, I I was like, because th- this the old one was pretty good, but it had its problems. And I was like, but this is such a good story. It this is a perfect example of a movie that needs to be remade. Yeah. And man, did they hit it out of the park with this chapter one? Oh,
3: I, they did a great job. I love how, um, and I mean, I guess this applies more to the book than the movie's writing. Uh, but they decided to include it, I guess. But uh, just how he taps into their trauma and, and their home right. life and is able to right. to make them feel these horrifying things. And so like as you learn more about these characters, you're almost traumatized with them. Right. And uh, I especially liked the scene when they were in the garage with the projector going through yes. the slideshows. Yes. And then he kind of like... Comes out. Oh, I, I just I thought just, that was the freakiest.
2: I, I identify with the germaphobe. <laughs> you know, like that would be my total fear. <laughs> the, the, library. <laughs> the, the library. Oh, yeah.
3: The yeah, library yeah.
1: scene got me, man. That, oh my God. It's the headless like soldier kid or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: You know. So the, so the first one is like very beloved by a lot of people. And re-watching it, I think it's a little outdated. I think that it has...
1: You mean the first like the first the original made for T V yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was a it was um it was not a two parter. It was a mini series.
1: But it was a two parter miniseries. Was it? Yeah it was. Right?
2: I don't yeah, think there was, the was any like pause. I, so. I
0: mean it just played on TV, like episodes.
2: Oh, I don't. Oh, I, I, don't. Well, I remember I don't it remember. playing as
1: one part and then the next part, but maybe I'm wrong there. Yeah,
0: I could be wrong. I thought it was. I mean, I, I think that we think it's two parts because it like came out as like a double, maybe VHS,
1: perhaps. Yeah, we wouldn't know, but, but that's something we could look up. But anyway, uh, you know, I think w- one thing that this newer movie does that the older stuff didn't do was it really brings more of the book into the movie than yeah. than the first one did. Where they're, you know, like in the first one, you don't really see that the town that older people are like possessed. In, yeah. And this one like uh, sheds more light on that a lot, a lot better than the than the older one ever did. Yeah.
2: And I just I like the characters. I think they did so well picking all those kids. They're just perfect yeah. together. Um, yeah. th- I'll be honest, the second half wasn't my favorite, but this first one. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I I got I loved watching the second half in the theater, and then you know I, it was one of those ones that I came back and and watched again after i bought it at home, and I was like, oh man, they really kind of missed they missed something. They missed something. I don't know they it not qu- didn't quite work as well. The scary scenes weren't quite as they were a little more like sillier than anything, except for the old lady scene was pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they,
3: there were there were some good moments in the second one, but there was there was also some like questionable <laughs> the scenes.
1: Ending, yeah. The ending is rough. The yeah. ending is very rough. You know, just like bully him to... Yeah, it's like, that's it, huh? <laughs>
3: yeah, there's like one scene where the guy gets thrown up on, the German yeah, folk guy, and it starts playing no. that like happy music. I like, kind of liked that, actually. That worked for me. It
2: really took me out of the moment where I was like,
1: what? That worked for me because I'm just a big fan of like inappropriate, yeah. like songs where they shouldn't yeah. be,
0: especially in horror movies. I so you were right, it is a two-part series.
1: That's that's what I thought. They that's
0: almost nice. broke it up into three parts. That's how I remember, I remember watching as it as a kid. Yeah, and I can remember it
2: pretty clearly
0: when I was a kid. Yeah.
1: So. so anyway, I I don't know. I think they did such a good job, and they really, to to me, like everything that I want used to like want out of the first one because it had some like it had some pretty like creepy little scenes in the original uh, first parter. Um, this just brought like. Just nailed it, man. Mm. Some of those creepy interactions with the clowns and the kids, especially like on their own and stuff, just nailed it. And and it's so much more creepy. The clown's like way more creepy. The clown to me. is way more creepy. You know, some people yeah. didn't like his teeth, or there was like, and I was just like, I don't know how you could look at old Tim Curry yeah, Pennywise and this compare. new Skarsgård Pennywise and say that. The old one is, like, yeah. scarier to you because he's just, like, a short man in a costume. Yeah, you know? not
2: even With close. With some teeth,
1: maybe. That was, like, the scariest part about Tim Carey's Pennywise was, like, he had, like, little well, sharp teeth, right? <laughs> yeah, well,
2: then, but you looked at it today, and it's almost silly. You it is that silly. It, yeah. Brandon and
1: I, not before these new ones came out, we went and watched the old ones, and, and we were, like, laughing at parts and not in a good way.
0: <laughs> yeah. And this new one's rated R. Right,
1: right, that and that helps. was, that's, that and it was yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's why uh, it is all of our number ones. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. yeah. Chapter one. I think one.
3: this is a historic bub club <laughs> moment. It is. Or we, we just never before, <laughs> before. <laughs> we couldn't find enough good cloud <laughs> movies. Cloud <laughs> movies.
0: <laughs> this, this uh, would have made my list, but I, I have this rule about my lists where uh, they need to be out for a while. Uh, to have staying power but this this one if we made this list again which we probably never will revisit but if we did in a couple years i think this would make it um that would be an honorable mention of mine another one would be mockingbird um mockingbird the reason why i didn't include it in the list because i actually really like this movie um it's a found footage movie done in a way where these cameras are sent out to random people and when they open it it's a camera and it's recording and they just tell them to keep recording and they follow instructions one of the guy's instructions is to turn himself into a clown, and like that, it's a horror movie with a clown in it. Okay. So he's not really the horror part; he's actually the comic relief, and his segments in it are my favorite. It's what makes the movie for me. Um, and it was done by the same guy that did The Strangers, so I was like very interested in, in seeing that because I like The Strangers. So Mockingbird would be an uh, honorable mention of mine. I don't think you guys have any honorable mentions, right?
3: No, no you guys really. touched on Clown Clownado. Th- just kidding.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, this was a rough one.
1: Yeah. I want, I would, I I want, I am very open for this I genre. I want to like clown movies. I, I, yeah. I yeah. want there to be yeah. more good, one. good ones.
0: I'm that's what you. I'm saying. I I love the idea of clown yeah. movies.
1: Do you think they could go full
2: bar though with a clown movie and make yeah. it creepy? Yeah, I oh, mean,
0: they yeah. did with Clown. Said, they they did, did with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Clown's
1: true, relatively true. new. And and Clown was completely like original, you know, nothing
0: It had was. Been
2: It it wasn't really... No,
0: there's still several... uh, You know, Stitches... It might be another honorable mention too. Yeah, it's goofy. It's, it's it's a little goofy. It's a it's a British um, clown horror movie where a clown dies and comes back to life and then recruits all these undead but clowns. And for
1: me, it was one of those ones that just again wasn't taking itself very seriously. You
0: know what it felt like? It felt like they tried to make Killer Clowns from Outer Space a zombie movie that was a little more serious. Yeah, maybe mm. there was a couple of scenes that were a little too slapstick for my taste. Yeah, but uh, I think overall it was an enjoyable watch. But it didn't make the list obviously okay so that's our show thanks for listening hey if you want to in on your top threes go ahead and email us at bubclub at gmail.com bubclubpodcast at gmail.com to be exact and tell us what your three favorite clown horror movies are we would like to thank Kirsten Adams for designing our logo you can find Kirsten's art at cat coffee that's k-a-t-c-o-f-f-e-e on instagram and you can find us on social media instagram and facebook under bub club podcast we will see you next time